Welcome to Making Movies is Hard, a podcast about the everyday struggles of an independent filmmaker. I think I got that right without even reading it off a Google document. Um, (laughs) I'm Liz Manischel. And I'm Mark Purcell. Amazing. Okay, so today I think, I mean, there's no real concrete plan. I mean, I think there's (laughs) one in Ulrich's mind, and I'm going to try to, like, tap into it. But the plan is to talk about the alternate, right, and everything that you went through. That is true. And we haven't really talked since the alternate has finished much. I know. So maybe it's like good that I did no prep or research whatsoever and could just <laughs> ask questions that I'm curious about um, from your experience. Yeah, your totally. Experience. Yeah. Um, but before we get into that, Liz, like I am, I want to know what you're doing because you're also making a movie. You did you you already shot for your feature, your third feature? We shot two days on feature three, and I'm wow. co-directing it with my partner Sean. And we shot two days in it, and then took a break because. Um, We're documenting the body of the lead actress. It's a fiction film, but she had a mastectomy, and she's going to have reconstruction uh, done in February. Yeah, so um, we needed her post-mastectomy body, and then the rest of the shoot is post-reconstructive surgery body. Wow. Very, very complicated. Yeah. Is there any nudity involved with that? It's all nudity. No, it's really... (laughs) It's just... Well, it's all toplessness. Yeah. I mean, there's... um, And that uh, became an issue for insurance, right? Because it's non-pornographic nudity, but that means you... I I believe you have to pay a little bit more for production insurance, and you have to consider, like, a closed set and all these other things. Um, But... It's, it was the lead actress's idea to, like, make this film and to show a real body that has gone through this kind of physical trauma. And so um, we hired a makeup artist to recreate the bruising and the scarring that she had immediately post-mastectomy. Wow. Um, yeah, it's fascinating. So um, feature three, one uh, one hundredth of it is in the can. Wow. And how do you feel uh, after you start with that process you know or shooting those two days how do you feel about it well i watched the footage today i just kind of scrubbed through it and it looks gorgeous and um i think what i'm happy about is that i didn't know how co-directing would go with my partner because we tried to write together and um i almost killed him like really i just like (laughs) right real real intense but um it went really well like we had the same opinions but then i would miss something that he would catch or he would catch, you know, or I would catch something that he would miss and we complimented each other really well. So I'm looking forward to working with him on the rest of the shoot. So like, let me ask you really quickly, like how did you guys deal with disagreements or like if you had to make a decision, like did one of you just make the decision or did you guys always talk about everything before you made a decision as a team? Like what was your approach? We seemed, we tried to talk about everything, but in the beginning of the day I was like, okay, Sean, I'll say action, you say cut. And then I just forgot. And I just said action and I said cut. And I immediately went over to the actors and I <laughs> started to make decisions without checking in on oh. him. Yeah. So like we had to have like a come to Moses moment, like maybe an hour in where he was like, you know, there was a plan and you didn't follow the plan. Um, <laughs> so, so we reevaluated. And I think we always make decisions um, based off of safety if that makes sense like if he thinks we didn't get something but i feel we did we'll do it again just in case you know where there's no point quibbling about making sure you got something if you have one more if you have room for one more take so we make um i would say 
responsible decisions um, if we're at a disagreement. And, uh, you know, was that hard for you to, to do that? Like, because it sounded like you just like your director, you know, uh, organ just took over <laughs> when you started shooting, which totally makes sense. But was it like challenging for you to like pull back and collaborate with, uh, with, with Sean or? Actually, it was fantastic because usually as a director, I'm very self-conscious and unsure of myself um, because I don't have anyone to speak bar with I, if that makes sense so like when you disagree with your partner um I get really obstinate when I disagree with Sean and I become even more rooted in what I believe in and he gets even more rooted in what he believes in and that makes me a more confident director so I found like having him to bounce ideas off of actually made me a stronger voice um it made me less unsure of myself and I got to watch him put on his very cute, confident director, like, poses and, like, phrasing. It was very adorable. So I also really liked that, too. <laughs> That's funny. So then what would you do? Did you ever have, like, a disagreement that wasn't like, oh, I want to do a one for safety for my way? Was it ever like, oh, um, you know, I see this as, this this moment as being this one way and, you, I, and the other one sees the moment being this way and, like, let's come up with a solution or... Or was it pretty much like you never had any big disagreements like that? Nothing, nothing big. I'm, I mean, there were a few prickly moments. I'm trying to remember, uh, but I think I, I tried to bend as much as possible. And as long as I felt we covered the scene and I got like the bare bones of what we needed, I was happy. But I'm just trying to think because there was a moment. There's a really hard jib shot that we did. And we tried to figure out what it would look like in the edit in order to make it um, as least time consuming as possible. And I think each of us had different ideas of how we were going to implement the shot into the edit. And the same thing happened for a montage later on on day two. But um, we just overcovered. We just got as much as we could. And then we're, we pushed the decision back into post-production. <laughs> so. And so did you guys make your days each day? Oh, um, we had to cut a sh like a like a setup out of day one, but we actually made more time in day two to get it. So we made this shoot, but we were about two days late on day one because our makeup um, was we didn't create enough prep time for makeup and we didn't have an AD and our poor line producer had to serve as AD and then I served as AD and um, oh wow it was a big mistake I so you, yeah so you mean you're, you were two hours over on day two well yes but not over because we just cut out an entire setup so oh, okay adjusted. so you didn't ever go into overtime you never went over 12 hours well we went into 12 and a half hours on day one but then the makeup artist told us that there was a great, like, in some, and I know we were non-union, so, like, whatever, but we want to abide by union standards. And the makeup artist told us about a policy of a 30-minute grace period if to replace, I don't even know what this is, to replace, like, the 30-minute lunch. Um, I don't know. And then the line producer looked it up and verified it. So technically we did not go over day one, but I really feel like, we did because it was more than tw it was a 12 and a half hour day well yeah you always sub subtract lunch from your day so like all our days were 
like 30 or 45 minutes on top of the 12 hour day oh. uh, for lunch. So yeah, so it sounds like you just did what we did on that first day. I think so. I But I'm used to just doing a full 12 hours. Like I think I'm usually including that in my 12 hour day. Oh, really? So you normally do like if you if your call time is six, then wrap is six p.m. If call time six a.m. I think so. That's what I'm almost positive that I've been doing like my entire interesting small career. What we did was yeah, that would be like a half hour, or if like lunch was sometimes would be forty five minutes. You do the last man, right? Do you know, you know this last man yeah. thing, yeah, um, or woman, last woman, last man, whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, so that would get us into wrapping like forty five minutes after you know whatever a 12 hour day but uh but yeah so uh just to bring you up to speed a little bit on yeah uh, on this stuff tell me this everything is, this is update number four on the uh the the alternate um you know we've gone through seven days of production so far and the theme from the beginning was going over um we went over on the first day two hours um and then what did you do did you ask like cast and crew if they were okay to go over or how did you handle that we just did it um <laughs> we, we we got a second meal you know yeah um and uh yeah we had to push call uh i think the next day because to make the 12 hour turnaround or whatever um, I think we did have a little mini meeting about it, um, but uh, it was probably like more, you know, a longer meeting than it needed to be, um, you know, like it, it was sort of... You went over during your meeting about going over? Yeah, basically. I mean, it was funny. It was like this little discussion of like how we were going to approach the rest of the day and it was like the AD was like running it, but then one of my producers jumped in and like started saying a lot of things. And I don't know, he's great, but like, you know, he just kind of slowed it down rather than like, was tr- he was trying to be efficient and like transparent, but it was just like, re- just took more time. Like everyone's like, yeah, we're going over. We know. <laughs> we get it. It's <laughs> happening. But yeah, basically like the fight has been, uh, you know, up to this point in, in the chronological t- telling of the making of this movie is like just trying to not go over and trying to make our days um, and like not having to cut scenes or push scenes to the other days or, uh, you know, and just, you know, getting it done within our our 12 hour schedule because like that was a big challenge for us up to this point in the movie. What do you think was the reason? Like for for us, it was like the makeup, right? Did you, it was it you wanting to like you not getting exactly what you wanted or was it technical or it was technical. I would bullet boil it down to lighting and camera setups being too complicated and uh, setup time between uh, scenes and setups were like, you know, it could be like the minimum half hour, but like often would be like an hour, you know, or and then at the start of the day, like two hours, you know? And I mean, I just think my, my, DP and my gaffer, I love them. They're great and they're super talented, but they were just doing way too complicated of setups for this type of movie. Like we couldn't, we could, we could like, it's just like with a schedule like this, you can't do Fisher Dolly stuff like every day and you can't do like fancy, like lighting setups every day and like moves that, you know, involve like a ton of different blocking every day. It's just like, you know, it just takes too long. Like we needed to shoot this movie more simply and that was just not what we had in mind and not what uh, we wanted to do as a team. So, you know, when we tried to, you know, basically adjust to like two things more efficiently and like make things more simple in a way, 
that basically the team was not willing to do that, you know? Um, and, uh, but we did go faster and we did adjust and make things better, but, uh, it's just, you know, the movie that we have is this really like beautiful, complex looking movie. And, uh, it was supposed to just be like a simple indie film, but, but again, the, the pushback from the, the camera and the lighting team is that like, you didn't write a simple movie. Like your movie isn't simple. <laughs> Like it's got, you know, visual facts and two different versions of the same character interacting multiple times and portals and all kinds of things. It's just like, you know, and, and like tons of action that you have to capture, you know, uh, without dialogue. So it's just like the movie I wrote wasn't an easy movie to shoot at the same time. But I have to say, like, I... I don't know. I've been reading a lot of reviews lately, right? And a lot of people are... This one reviewer for Speed of Life said something about how our, you know, editorial and camera was very simple. Like, it was basic two shots the entire time or something like that. And, like, I took a little issue with that. And I think it's really good that actually you have complicated setups because you're pushing the boundaries of what we can do in lower budget content. And yes, it's frustrating because you're going over, but like it won't look like a micro budget film like so many of my films do because we do that very simple setup as gorgeous as, you know, Julia or Katie Walker, whoever it is I'm working with, um, Liz Yarwood can do. It'll still always be shot reverse shot. (laughs) So it's good that you made it complicated. Yeah, we were like definitely fighting against the whole shot reverse shot thing. Like we we did that, of course, you know, you have to. But um, yeah, it's there's always some special thing to every scene, pretty much. Um, And uh, it's nice. But I mean, I think at the other, you know, just to defend your film a little bit, like it lets the performances shine when you do uh, shoot a movie uh, in a direct manner. And I watched your film and I didn't feel like I was, it was lacking any elegance or any, you know, uh, artistic flair, you know, like I, I just thoroughly enjoyed it and uh, I thought it was really well done. And, you know, I was like, yeah, well maybe that's just a better way to make movies. Like I was thinking as we were going through our troubles of making our film, I was like, how does Liz do this? I was like, (laughs) oh, well, yeah, I mean, she doesn't have as much of, you know, production design. She doesn't have a much as much visual effects. She doesn't have as much, like, you know, yeah. whatever. It's, like, kind of more stripped down. And maybe that is the way to make an indie movie like this. It's You shouldn't go so crazy. We're going to disagree again. I think pushing the boundaries is really what you did is the right thing to do. Um, we may have... I mean, we even ended early some days, which is insane to even Oh, remember. really? <laughs> wow. Like, I remember we were like, well, we have nothing to do because we couldn't, we had to flip the world. Uh, and yeah. so, like, you couldn't, there was nothing for us to capture at that point. Right. And it's like, well, that was stupid. Why did I end early? Like, I should have just figured out something to shoot. Um, but also, I think programmers are looking for that dynamism. They're looking for, like, complicated setups. They're looking for things um because and i don't think it's true but i think that that is one of the misnomers or misidentifiers for a style and um obviously Auric, you're a great director in of yourself but sometimes we have to kind of manipulate wow. programmers and distributors and marketers to sh- to like prove ourselves to them and i think it's crazy that it's part of the game but it feels like it is yeah yeah, well, thank you for the great director, uh, you know, comment. Um, wait until you see the movie before you decide. Um, <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's also is like kind of my style to do things in that way. Like that's sort of, you know, 
what I would prefer to do. Um, but I, I think there's a middle ground. Like, I think there's a way that you can, you know, tell uh, a story with, you know, visual language that's interesting, but that it doesn't have to take two hours to, to set up uh, the first shot of the day. Like, there is a middle ground. Like, yeah. you can light more sparingly and, like, just let the background fall off and not have control of the background ambience, you know? But my DP is, like, so into having control of all aspects of the frame and the image that he just has to have... Like, you know, the ability to dim this, dim that, bring that up, bring this down, you know, oh, what if we do a little thing here? It's like, that's just the way he works and it's beautiful and it's great. But it's like, at some point it's like, you know, you have to just be like, okay, let's like get the subject lit and how does everything else look? Okay. It looks pretty good. Let's throw a little light here just to like bring that section up and let's move on, you know? And like, let's not like, like, I think it's called lighting globally when you like, like light the whole set and oh, you have yeah. control of the whole set, you know? And that's sort of his approach. And it's just like, dude, like we're a fucking tiny ass movie. Like we cannot do this. We're not a studio set. This isn't a commercial, you know? Um, so we kind of clashed a little bit on that. I mean, in the end, we really, you know, we did work well together. And I did really enjoy working with uh, Jason, my cinematographer. And by the end of the movie, we did move a lot faster. And we were able to get things done in a more expedient manner, except the fight scenes. But I don't want to give too much away because, like, this is all going to come out in the fight uh, scenes? in the logs. Fight scenes, <laughs> yeah, fight scenes, <laughs> plural. Amazing. Uh, and there's, there's, I mean, there's a lot of like, you know, there's a lot of action moments in the movie where he's like hiding from himself or like going in other areas, sneaking around the house, you know. Um, so yeah, there's just a lot of those kinds of things that we had to do, which, you know, it's, it's challenging. <laughs> it's not easy to do, uh, especially when you have to do two versions of the same person in the, in interacting in those, those, those scenes. It's like, it's tough. This um, is so nuts because we both had movies or have movies that involve portals, right? Like mine's a wormhole and yours is a portal. Right, right. But in this shoot for lady parts, we had to shoot everything twice because we have, um, a fantasy world where there's puppets who t puppet organs that talk to our lead character, like talking cervix and talking fallopian tubes. And because we don't have a locked script, we don't know when they're going to appear. So we had to shoot everything twice with a saturated oh, color wow. palette and a cold color palette just in oh, case wow. the puppets were going to be integrated into that scene. And so I also am very familiar with the shoot everything twice trauma and oh, <laughs> it's yeah. really hard I, uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> it, yeah it's crazy um well i can't wait to see the movie that sounds like a ton of fun but before we get into this any last words liz before we go into the to day nine so um yeah good yeah any last things no no i thought we were no i thought this was a continuous thing let's go into day nine so just to bring you up to speed on what just happened so the cops just came um, and shut us down uh, early. So basically we uh, were shooting outside at one of our locations and we have to shoot there for five more days. And the cops came. They told us to stop. We were like, okay. And we thought like, oh, we'll stop shooting outside and we'll go inside. And then um, we go inside and we like setting up for our final scene. We're like on time. We have, it's like our longest page day. It's like an eight page day. And we're like on schedule to finish it. And then like an hour before we have to wrap cameras, the cops come back again. And then they threaten us. They say, if we don't stop 
uh, right now that they're going to start confiscating our equipment. <laughs> so, so w- which they learning... had no right to do anyways. Yeah, but, so you, know. you were not permitted is what I'm hearing from Well, this. we were, but yeah, but in, in, in the Bay Area, in Palo Alto, there is no film permit and there is oh. no need for film permitting um, in, in the house, in your neighborhood like there is in Los Angeles. And so... It was basically like this neighbor who doesn't like our, our one of our producers who was just complaining and calling the cops and stuff. And I guess there's some sort of event permit that you, you're supposed to get if you're going to have more than like 20 people in your house or whatever. But we didn't even know that existed, you know. So we ended up, you know, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I, we'll pick it up. <laughs> and I'll probably explain what happens in the, in, in the logs. But, uh, but basically I ranted about like being so upset that we got stopped and that we were going to make our day and that we didn't me- make it. And then I was talking about going to get Jack in the Box um, because I was so upset. <laughs> Um, and that we'll come back the next day. So, um, so yeah, so that should set the tone. Um, and here is, uh, the start of day nine of shooting the alternate. Hey everybody, Ulrich here. This is the start of day nine. Um, this is the morning after the cops got called on us and we were told to cease and desist or they would take our equipment and all kinds of bullshit, which is fucking bullshit. But, uh, but yeah, I'm here now and I'm, uh, trying to scatter park and leave a lot of distance between me and the, uh, you know, the evil neighbors who hate us, um, just to make it look a little less, uh, conspicuous or just, you know, not as like we're taking over the neighborhood, which we're not, we really aren't. Anyways, this is, this is craziness. So I'm really hoping that they've already got this figured out and they're working on the permit and they've talked, they're talking to the chief of police and sorting all this business out. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I need to be a director and not worry about that shit and just go in there and direct this fucking movie. That's really the thing that needs to happen. So I'm going to go do it. Fucking A, man. All right, guys. I'm out of here. Really short right now just because I'm late. Got six minutes to call. But uh, yeah, I'll uh, hopefully I'll have great news for you at uh, 11 p.m. tonight. Later. Wow, it it felt dark. Like this felt like a dark update. <laughs> right. Well, that was right after you know we got shut down, and basically what had happened was the producers had decided that they were going to go to the city hall first thing in the morning at like eight a.m. and try to get a permit, you know, for the for the event permit or whatever, and rush it through. Yeah. And we weren't sure how it was going to work out, and they then they had a friend who's friends with the chief of police you know uh in atherton so like they they thought they had like some big gun they could pull out but they wanted to like just go through the city first and see how that went so like we basically didn't know what was going to happen we were going to show at 11 show up at 11 you know or or 10 30 or whatever it was and like start shooting and like get that scene that we missed like so we already all completely set up for and we had it all ready to go um, and so we were just going to shoot a uh, day for night and then just do this, this one scene that was from our schedule the day before and like basically tack it on to our day to make our day extra long. So I don't know. It's kind of a dark moment. It was like, well, our day is now longer than it's supposed to be. We have to shoot the scene. Who knows if the cops are going to come back? It's like, what's going to happen next? So that was sort of the end. There's something about filmmaking that makes us gamble a little bit and take more chances than we normally would. Like, I remember in cinematography class or, like, for this short that I was shooting because it was, like, we had to switch, you know, positions than we normally – to do things we normally wouldn't do in film school. 
And I remember they wanted to put me on a gurney and like roll me down a hallway. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, <laughs> put me on that gurney, roll me real fast. Let me just get my focus. Like I was just like so set on like doing anything for the movie. I know being in a gurney is not that exciting, but like, <laughs> right. is that kind of how you're feeling? You're like, we're going to take a chance on the film gods and we're just going to go there and like try to try, you know, cross our fingers did it feel like that kind of gamble? Well, yeah, it just felt like there was no other option. Because, like, we couldn't switch to another location. The other plan would have been to take a day off and try to push our schedule a little bit. But, like, it was so tight. We're coming up against Christmas. Like, yeah, we just had to go and do it. And, um, and like, since we had the plan of going to City Hall early and since our call time was, like, three hours bef- after, uh, you know, City Hall opened or whatever, I was, like, feeling pretty good that they would be able to work this out. And so our producers, they got up early and then they just, they wouldn't handled it. And, uh, well, I don't want to ruin what happens, but, uh, you know, I'll talk about it in the end of this next vlog. <laughs> well, I want to hear what happens. Do we jump to that next? What do we do, Ulrich? Yeah, we're doing that. Here it is. Okay. End of day nine. Hey everybody, Ulrich Purcell here. It is the end of day nine on the alternate. Yeah, yeah. Shooting a movie, guys. It's not as easy as, uh, it seems. Uh, even hard could, could be a way to describe it. Could be hard. Making movies could be hard. Oh my god. Um, today was another tough day. Uh, we did get our permitting issues figured out, which was great and a really big relief at the start of the day. But, um, you know, the fun doesn't stop there. So we got the permit, you know, but then we put the permit in foolishly, no offense to whoever put it in, one of my producers, but we put it in from 10.30 to 10.30, 10.30 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. for our 12-hour day, but, you know, we have pre-call for the PAs at 9.30 usually, and um, we actually start at 10 if we wrap at 10.30, and then, you know, if we go into OT, which, God forbid, we ever do again, obviously we need later than that. So we're kind of fucked a little bit at the beginning and end of every day on when we're supposed to be done. Um, <coughs> and apparently, this neighbor who called the cops on us last night, despite the fact that we now have a permit, she's basically looking for any excuse to bust us. So it's like, you know, like apparently in addition to having an events permit, you have to have a parking permit if you're going to park you know, more than the normal amount of people in a neighborhood. And so it's like, you know, we have to have all our cars gone by a certain time. And now they're trying to say that we should, can't even have regular cars there. So now we're like trying to figure out like the plan for, you know, busing people around from one place to another. And it's just like, you know, it's difficult. So I think what we're going to do for tomorrow is just scatter park, which I did and I think a few other crew did this morning. But basically, if we leave our cars off of the main road and, you know, all together and we just park on other roads, then they'll have a lot less. They won't be able to say anything. Um, so that's the plan to take a nice little stroll into work in the morning tomorrow and not worry about parking right in front of location. Um, and then, yeah, and then just get done on time, you know? Um, and I hope they don't get fucking pissed if we come there a little earlier, you know? We'll see. But, yeah, basically, 
I think they're kind of like looking out for us now, which is kind of like fucked up and weird, but it's like we've now made the hit list of, you know, I don't even know if it's the police department, it's like the, the parking enforcement agency or something. I don't know what it is, but it's stupid. Um, and so, you know, as I think I said this morning, like we had to push a scene because of it. Um, so we had to shoot uh, a scene that we had blocked and were, were lit for the night before, and we had to do it in the morning. And um, so that's, you know, that added a whole scene, a whole like three page scene or something, or two page scene to our already packed day. So we really got off to a slow start. I mean, we got that scene done about 15 minutes longer than we wanted to and then we got to jump into all the other things that we were supposed to do that day and um you know it was a little bit of slow going like it wasn't as fast as we hoped a lot of the stuff would go and um you know I guess I fucked up a little bit I didn't communicate properly to all the departments of what we were trying to do so they didn't know and um yeah it just didn't you know whatever, just, I think we lost some time because of those things, so we, uh, we were behind the beginning, middle of the day, and then we, like, basically, like, got to our last scene, which is our sex scene, by the end of the day, and, uh, you know, we basically had an hour to do this thing, and then by the time it was lit, we had, like, 30 minutes to do it, and, uh, I guess I really annoyed, um, my cinematographer, Jason, because, like, you know, I kept on asking about time and stuff, and, like, I guess our AD Hilton's also asking about time, and so he just felt, like, really pressured about time, and that it was really getting on his nerves about it, and, uh, you know, I mean, hey, I'm sorry, man, but, like, I'm gonna fucking ask about it, like, I just have to, it just has to be part of it, and I mean, I can, you know, I'm not gonna do it as much as I did before, but, I mean, you know, I was like, well, do you not want me to bring up fucking time when we're talking about Shotless? Like, I, I have to reference time. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine, but just don't, like, just let Hilton, like, ask, check in with us about time. It's like, okay, fine, whatever, that's his job anyways. But, I don't know, I just feel like getting all this pushback and shit, and I don't really feel like anyone else is really giving in any department. I, I mean... I think that's not necessarily fair, but I don't know. It just feels like I keep on being told, this is how long it takes. Uh, you need to shorten things. Like, you just got to cut your movie down. And it's like, well, there has to be another way. Like, there has to be a way that our team can shoot the movie that we set out and all agree that we're going to make and do it within the time that we have and not be like, well, there's too much movie to make. It's like, well, we fucking knew what we are trying to do. Like, why is it, like, a big surprise <laughs> that we have this much shit to do? Like, we know what it is. Um, and I guess the good point that Hilton made, our, you know, our first AD is that, yeah, like, we fucking fucked up at the beginning of, of last week, and then it made all our days this week longer. So, it's not just that, like, we have really long days every day. It's like we had more reasonable days, and then they all got to get longer to accommodate um, what we missed, um, in the, in the beginning of the week, so, last week, so, you know, yeah, because it's just, it's just a tough situation, but, I don't know, I mean, on the other hand, despite all the tough drama, whatever, and, you know, issues we had today, like, I, I do think that we got a lot done in a short amount of time, and we did make our day, like, 
you know, I don't think that we're going to get any overtime for today. Like, I don't know. I don't, I just don't think it's going to happen. I think we're like, you know, we might've been 10 minutes over, but not even. So I just, I doubt that that's going to come into play. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, to, yeah, to get everything that we had on our list and that extra bonus scene that we missed last night, I mean, I, I gotta feel pretty good about that. But it feels like every time we finish a day, we're just talking about how we need to do better. And it's like, well, why can't we just celebrate the things that we did well? It's like never good enough because, you know, no matter what, like we're gonna have more to do later. And yeah, it's just not, not ever, not ever there. Um, so anyways, I'm just in a bad mood. I mean, I guess I'm not that bad out of a mood because we did make our day, but I just, just really stressful. It's a stressful thing. Um, I did have a nice little hangout with some of the, the crew tonight, drank some whiskey and ate some ta- Taco Bell because uh, there's nothing else to eat around here after <laughs> we wrap at 10.30 or 11. It's just there's no options. So, yeah, but it was fun. I could have hung out longer. I just, I'm fucking tired. And I, I don't know. I kind of want to look at some footage, but I don't know if I'm going to or not. We'll see. All right. Hasta luego, man. Talk to you guys later. So many more stories to tell. I just don't have the energy, but yeah. More on the, on the flippity flop. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Um, well, are you... I'm only hearing the negative updates so far, right? So I assume <laughs> that there have been positive updates and that you love this experience. <laughs> you, you you jumped in at a, a particularly tough uh, stretch of the movie. I mean, the whole cop thing and everything. And, and, and that was, that day was hard because, um, you know, like with a sex scene, like you definitely want to spend time with it and it's very delicate and you want to like, you know, give uh, the actors what they need and, and be sensitive to them. And, you know, you, t- you usually take more time with a sex scene than you would with a regular scene. But we had like less time to shoot the sex scene than we'd have most time for most scenes. And so I just felt really bad about how like, you know, how fast we had to go. And I mean, they did a great job and it turned out really well and it looked beautiful and we got all the pieces that we needed for it and then a little extra. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I felt like a shitty director that day, you know? Um, but if you listen to the earlier updates, like it's usually like I'm really positive in the morning and then generally I'm more down at the end of the day, but then it's usually like the next morning I'm happy again. But uh, we'll see what, we'll see if that, happens again in the rest of this or if I just stay down. Well, I also just love how honest you are. I mean, like, you're not disparaging your crew, but you are reflecting um, you know, honestly how you felt about the day without painting over it, which I think is amazing. And then I also think that maybe the whiskey uh, colored the experience in your telling of it. Like, you, yeah, you sound tired and you sound <laughs> like like done right but i also think like yeah you had some taco bell which is delicious but you had some whiskey you're on your way home i assume to go to sleep your brain right. is kind of like unloading um and i'm sure you had like a lot of joy on set but yeah I, i've not heard it yet so i'm looking oh it's so the next update gonna be like today was the best day i had so much fun is that what's gonna happen Ulrich? i don't know i can't remember well <laughs> let's, just, let's just find out 
any other comments on that or um there was something i was gonna say oh oh i mean early in the very beginning of the update i it might even be in the last one but i think it was this one um you're talking about like one person like looking out for you and i always wonder you know like do you confront that situation head on do you try to like Woo oh, them no. or anything. I, I sort of stayed out of that because um, apparently that person's insane. And, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> that, that was like that was like what I was getting. Like, I, I basically, like, because often as a producer, like, I'll be the person to, like, uh, interact with uh, individuals who come across the production who are either curious or maybe angry or have questions or police or whatever. But um, I always think that the best um, solution for that is to have one voice and the least amount of voices um, speaking to the upset person or the out- outside force that is maybe having a problem with us, uh, the better. So I just let um, the our AD Hilton and um, my producer Jeff be the be that voice, you know, um, and just stayed out of it. You know, and didn't I didn't have any need to talk to the police or talk to anybody. I just let them just tell me what we needed to do, and then we would do that. Yeah, and you're supposed to be protected, so that makes perfect sense. And the only thing I wanted to say is I'm belaboring this like Ulrich sounds sad or Ulrich sounds dark kind of thing, just because you're you know you're such like a positive force. But then I also started to think back on like the fact that I had a severe panic attack after day one of Lady Parts shooting. Oh, and, really? And, like, if I were doing an update, I would be, like, rocking back and forth in the corner of a room while, like, you know, reciting a mantra in a microphone. So, like, <laughs> the fact that you're this put together and can form coherent thoughts um, is really uh, good. <laughs> so, right, so, well right. done. Yeah, well, um, yeah, the last one... Day eight, that was that was pretty rough. That was the one where the cops came. I was kind of kind of lost it on that one, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just one of those things. It's just like you just you gotta deal with the tough stuff, and then you try to enjoy the the moments you can enjoy, you know. Um, but uh, there's definitely up and ups and downs in making a movie. I want to hear about why you were rocking and had a panic attack after day one. Was it just because you went over or that you thought you had gone over? Um, no, no, no. The day went well. It was genuinely just I have very high anxiety and I don't oh. do anything about it. And for some reason, being on set triggers that anxiety. Like I always joke about it and I would say, I hate being on set. But really, it's like because I get disoriented on set because when you're that when you're in such deep focus on something and then you come out of it at the end of the day, um, that usually triggers a panic attack. Like I get panic attacks if I drink a little too much or if I don't drink Ah. enough water or if I drink too much caffeine. So it's just an imbalance for me. Ah. Um, So yes, I was mainly just saying like my mental state would not be as coherent. (laughs) Um, But no, I wasn't in panic panic attack because of anything happening. It was Uh, okay. Just you. Yeah, just me. (laughs) All right. Well, here. Here is the start of day 10. Let's see if things get better. And today it's day 10 and my voice is fucked. (laughs) The the funny thing. Oh, my God. Woo, it's bad. I should. This is actually good because I have to talk all day. This is good practice to talk right now to make sure I can actually fucking talk when I have to do my work today. Um... Yeah. Day 10, guys. Holy shit. Here it is. We're making a movie. Um, so, what am I trying to say to all y'all? 
to say something like, yeah, um, yesterday was tough, I got through it, um, it was, you know, not ideal, the kind of way that we had to work, I guess, it was really fast, and I mean partly was because we had an added scene thrown thrown into our day yesterday, um, which was like totally out of our control, um, you know, no, no bad things happened yesterday with that stuff, with the permitting, we got our permit, that was good, um, we have to, like, not park in front of the house, though, because, like, now they're, like, saying, oh, well, you have a permit, but you didn't get a parking permit, you have to get a parking permit, so they're, like, working on getting a parking permit, but as that, while that's happening, we have to just not, we have to scatter park in the neighborhood, so we're gonna park around the corner and stuff and walk in, um, yeah, just the way it is. Um, I'm a little late today because I had to write um, sides for our one of our characters that I haven't cast yet. Um, and like we had somebody in mind, but they dropped out last second because it's not a SAG project. And um, yeah, basically we're in this situation. We've got to cast this guy. And the reason why we're not even shooting a scene until January in our pickup days, but. We need his picture for the office, and we've done too much of this fucking green screen stuff. And like, I don't really know how we're gonna green screen a picture. So we, I mean, we have to. It's like a physical picture. So we just need to have this person booked in order to have their picture be put into our, the picture we're making. There's just no other way around it. So, um, so I've got like, I don't know. I would say like ten people that I like for the role in mind, like, who, uh, most of which I don't know, a couple I do know, um, and I don't have them read, you know, of course, I'd rather work with an actor I already worked with, if I can, um, and then, uh, you know, hopefully get auditions over by Monday, and then make my decision by Monday, that's, like, the plan, but, um, in order for that to happen, I need to, like, have some sides to give them, and right now, like, the thing I have is not not really good, it's like this, this scene that like they don't really talk that much in, but we, we do have to shoot this whole, le- like, not a lecture, it's like they're being interviewed on camera, like in a corporate video type thing, and so I wrote out like what they're saying in their answer to the, the, in the corporate video, like what their spiel is, and so that is what I want them to audition with, just because that's the main part that we're going to see them on camera for, and I feel like if, I, if they could do that, then they're going to be able to do the rest of it. Um, and I threw, like, one line that isn't part of the speech in there, too, just to see how they handle it. Um, but, yeah, I think it should be good. That's why I'm not going to be on set until probably 9, well, realistically, because I have to walk in. It's probably going to be 10 o'clock by the time I'm there, which is not ideal. And then I haven't had coffee yet, and I haven't had anything to eat yet, which I usually get a coffee from the nice coffee place by, by where I'm staying, but... Um, yeah, just with the sides I had to do and everything, um, there's no time. There was no time. I did get six hours of sleep, though, which was good, so I feel ready. Um, but yeah, this voice thing sucks, man, because I don't feel sick. It's just I can't talk. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should be drinking Dayquil. Luck, some of the crew are taking Dayquil. It seems to be helping them. So maybe I'll do that today. Um, I'm also taking these, like, nootropic things that my friend gave me. Ed, previous guest on the show, I, I don't know, whole new trumpet thing, I, 
take these goddamn things and I don't necessarily feel any different or any supposed to make you feel sharper and more like whatever aware or something I don't know don't doesn't really feel like it's working for me so yeah maybe it's bullshit or maybe I can't tell because I'm just so uh, you know overworked I don't know anyways guys um, I am excited this is day 10 uh, we got lots of great stuff to shoot today we're doing um, some pool stuff which is fun and then we've got our first scenes with Drew um, our uh, the daughter character she's a four year old she's our lead actor Natalia's daughter um, so yeah we'll see how that goes um, she's really sweet and we really get along really well um, but it's a different animal when you have like 30 people around you trying to shoot a scene she has no lines today she just has two scenes where she's sleep in bed um, while you know one where you know Jake Gives her a kiss on the forehead, and one where all Chris gives her Chris kiss on the forehead. So it's like, I guess it's all Jake. Anyways, that's very simple, not too complicated. We have um, much more complicated stuff to do the other days we've got her. I think we have her two more days, um, I think. We got like a scene in the, the living room, and then we got uh, two scenes in the living room, and then a scene outside the house, which we gotta figure out how we're gonna fucking do that. And then um, we have uh, a scene, um, the main scene in the, ki the kitchen, this, this uh, big dialogue scene that she's been practicing, and I know she can do it really well. Um, that's going to be the biggest challenge, because it's, it's like, you know, four pages of dialogue, maybe three now, but yeah. But anyways, <laughs> and then like, she has like, I think five lines or six lines, but still, I mean, for a four-year-old, I think it's a lot. Um, but yeah, we'll make it happen. We'll get it done. We got it. There's no other option, <laughs> right? Um, okay. I think it's enough practice for my voice. You can tell it's really fucked. But yeah, I'll talk to you guys later, and uh, thanks for everything. I mean, th where this one wasn't as dark, I am seeing the health of Ulrich degrade. <laughs> like, I just picture, like, in, like, the next update, you're going to be, like, this old man with a hunchback who has no voice, who's just, like, reaching his hand out <laughs> to people as they pass by. <laughs> like, I'm just kind of, like, just seeing, like, you know that, like, poster that has the evolution of man? Yeah. Like, I'm picturing Alric going backwards on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well, having a good time with this. It is funny because, like, the other up updates are way more positive and upbeat. And, uh, yeah, it definitely has taken a turn the last few days. <laughs> <laughs> My voice going and, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting to hear it back. Be like, oh, wow, I was really, it's really having a tough time there. <laughs> but a much more positive update. I think. Oh, good, good. And yeah. also, I didn't know. I remember in an earlier podcast, you referenced not knowing who to cast for the little girl, and you had a few options. And I think you're asking for advice. Um, and now I know that you cast the daughter of your lead, right? So now that's right. like an update for me. Um, and I've never worked with a four year old, so I'm actually just like fascinated by. Did it? Was it? Did it go well? Uh, let's find out. <laughs> hey, end of day 10 over here. Holy schmoly. We made a movie today, guys. Believe it or fucking not. Um, yeah. It, uh, how did it go today? 
I guess I'd have to say it went well, um, especially how shitty I was feeling. I don't know why I felt so shitty this morning. I was like, not feeling physically well, and I was like all stressed out. I mean, even though the permitting thing had gotten like fixed, like, you know, we didn't necessarily have the most flowingest day the day before, and so I just think I was like in my head over the day before, and just really not feeling really confident about anything, and you know, feeling a little uncertain. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe to be real, like we did a sex scene last night. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, maybe my energy, I just felt like yeah, I pushed the actors too hard, I asked too much of them, and, I mean, we didn't really have a lot of time to do the sex scene, it was kind of rushed, and maybe I just had a little guilt over that scene, and I was feeling off because of that, like, I felt bad about the way that went down, um, you know, everybody was totally cool, and no one was upset about anything, but it's just, I don't know, like, it's not really the way that you want to do a sex scene, although sex scenes are always difficult, no matter what, I mean, nudity or non-nudity, and this was, like, a non-nude sex scene, but, like, with, like, I guess, somewhat partial nudity, but not really, because, like, we never really, see, you don't see anything, but, like, you know, we had to, like, have her bare, like, you would see something, so she had, like, a really, like, ghetto-ass cover on, I don't know, like, it looked really good for the scene, but, yeah, it was, like, definitely borderline nudity, even though it wasn't really nudity, but, uh, but yeah, so what I'm trying to say is, I think I was in a funk from that, and then, you know, our day wasn't the most smooth yesterday, because we had to do the extra scene in the beginning, and, you know, it just kind of fucked us all up, you know, um, and then there was a little bit of conflict among the keys, not a lot, but a little, and then, yeah, I don't know, I think it all just, and then I didn't feel well this morning, I think that all kind of added into, you know, me not having the best start today, but, you know, like my team pushed me forward, I kind of was open with people how I was, was just not feeling well, and, you know, everyone came through with many cough drops, and teas, and all wonderful things, I mean, everyone's so sweet, and, you know, I kind of pushed art really hard this morning in a way that was not good, and I kept up doing it all day, I kind of turned into Timothy Plain a little bit, I don't think we ever told you, maybe we did, I can't remember, but there was like a music video that Timothy and I did together um, way back, years ago now, like probably two or three years ago, and um, you know, he was sick when we shot, and I was producing, and he was directing, and we had an art team for him, and he pretty much like didn't use the art team, like he just did all the art himself, and like played shit where he wanted, and didn't listen to anybody, didn't like you know, tell anybody to do anything, because he's like, you know, he, his voice is so bad, it's like, he's like, it's just faster if I just do it, and, you know, it's just easier if I do it, and, because I can't communicate, blah, 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 he was like, you know, getting a little frustrated over the art stuff, um, and it was a huge art job, because it was like a portal, and all, like a physical portal that we had to build and construct, and, yeah, anyways, that was a tough one, but I basically felt like Timothy today, like, I was like, fucking moving all their props, and we were, like, doing a grilling scene, like, I've been, like, moving their sausages around, and, you know, doing this and that, and I pissed them off a bit, and I love those guys, and I feel like shit for doing that, and, you know, I kept, pretty much just kept on doing it all day, like, I just kept on, like, getting their shit, and, like, I'm supposed to just ask for shit, and then they'll do it, and I just get antsy and nervous, and I just, like, oh, my God, it has to happen now, or, oh, whatever, and I just start doing shit, and I gotta just use my AD team better, and, you know, the PAs, and 
get it done the right way, not like the dumbass way, which is like the way that I feel like I work today, you know, it's just totally stupid, um, but, uh, but yeah, um, and then what else, um, yeah, but, so, lunch comes, and we're like, on time to like, kill this crazy schedule, like we actually were like, doing exactly what we needed to do, and that was kind of nuts, that we were actually on our schedule, and I didn't feel great about it, I like, was like, stressing, because I had to like, send these fucking auditions out, or audition requests out for this role that we have to cast by like, Wednesday at the latest, because if we don't, then we won't have the picture of the actor that we need to Photoshop into the picture that we have to make for the office set on the last three days, so it's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, um, sort of stressed me out, so I was doing that at lunch, I didn't, like, eat lunch until, like, after lunch, and then by the time I got to lunch, like, you know, half the food was gone, but I did get some really good food, which was great, and then, you know, jumping right into the next scenes, it was, like, scenes with our kid actor, and then our kid actor fucked up today, or she didn't really fuck up, it's just, like, she didn't want to do it, you know, like, <coughs> she's not a kid actor, she's a daughter of our lead actor, and she doesn't do this professionally, which is what I wanted, I didn't want a kid actor, I hate kid actors, I think they look so phony most of the time, um, I mean, I've worked with a couple good ones, but, I mean, geez, you know, like, most of the time, they just seem so phony, you know, um, so I really wanted to go with someone authentic, and I, you know, we did camera tests with this, with Drew, uh, you know, our lead's daughter, and they all went well, for the most part, and, you know, we did some rehearsals and all this stuff, and yeah, and today she's not having it, and we managed to, like, kind of trick her into doing the scene, well, not trick her, but that sounds bad, but, you know, like, we just got her in there with her daughter, you know, her, her, her mom and the, and the kid just got them in there, and then we kind of just, you know, had the camera rolling, and we were all out of the room, and it was pretty lit, and they just kind of played in the room for a while, and, uh, we were trying to get her to go to sleep so, like, her mom could read her a bedtime story, and uh, we kind of got that, but we got a lot of, like, really great stuff of her, um, you know, um, playing, really, because there's all these toys that the art people had gotten for her for the set, so you get them playing with all the toys, and then her mom came over and played with her, and so we got a lot of beautiful stuff that will work for the scene, and we did get them reading in bed together, so that'll work for the scene, too. It's not how I wrote it. I wrote her, like, falling asleep and you know, the mom kissing her goodnight, but fuck, it doesn't have to be that, like, it totally works the other way, too, but then the harder one we had to do was the daughter laying in bed while, uh, you know, one of our Jakes sneaks in and has, like, a little moment with her alone, and, like, you know, one thing with her mom, but with a, with a guy she doesn't know very well, and she's met Ed, like, three times, like, just not having it, so we were able to get her to, like, lay in bed alone in the right lighting and I think we can use it as a lock off so we'll have like that as a plate and then we'll have Ed come in and then I think that'll fucking work <laughs> so now we're like oh god what are we going to do for the rest of the scenes we have like two dialogue scenes with the kid we cut another one and then we have one non-dialogue scene so it's like the non-dialogue scene we can do easy the two dialogue scenes it's like oh Jesus Christ Like we have to have backups so like she's been practicing this one scene over and over, and I've got videos of her saying her lines and all the everybody else's lines. She knows the lines. It's just like, is she gonna come to fucking perform or not? And, and part of it is our fault because 
we scheduled her at 2.30, but then we had to push her scenes to like 6, which was realistically when we were going to do them always, and so that's just a bad time for a four-year-old, 6 o'clock, it's like they have too much energy, it's too high strong, whatever, so we're going to try to do it in the morning, like as early as we can, probably like 10 a.m. or something like that, 10.30, and uh, see if we have better luck on the big scene doing it that way. I think we will. I think it'll work better in the morning. But if it doesn't, I'll have a backup plan ready. So if like, we have to write her out of the scene, we can write her out of the scene. And um, I think with the two pieces that we did get that were set up to like, you know, be in a good, a good place. Um, all right, y'all. I am fucking tired as fuck. I really would normally be like looking at footage right now and doing other things, but it's 12.30. Calls at 10 a.m. again. I just need to go to fucking sleep and sleep it for as long as I possibly can. I'm going to try to get 8. Try to get at 8.30. We'll see. I'm not going to put an alarm. I'll put an alarm at 8.30, but I'm not going to put an alarm before that. I'll just see how long I go. But, uh, but yeah, it'd be a good day. Like, really good footage today. Just as, like, every other day, we did drone stuff. We did pool stuff. We did some really cool fucking stuff. We got, like, a bunch of awesome scenes. We did some more Jake and all Jake stuff. I mean, it was really great. But, yeah, it's just every day's hard. And then there's more drama and more people being upset and people being mean to each other in a way that's not cool really only one person who I love who's doing it, but it's like, ugh, it just makes it hard, because how you talk to that person, and I've already talked to him about it, and I have to talk to him again about it, and it's like, ay, ay, ay. Alright, y'all, I'm out. Have a good one, and, uh, yeah, wish us luck on fucking day 11, starting tomorrow, when I'll tell you about it in a few hours. Alright, Litro. I, I, like, don't have a response, because I'm just thinking... <laughs> Like, as you went, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's tough. And I just kept on, like, I was, like, on an emotional roller coaster on this update. <laughs> um, I think that's really tough regarding the kid, right? I mean. Oh, yeah. I totally get. Are you, is your plan to essentially, like you said, a lock-off shot. So are you going to essentially merge two split yeah. shots together to get him coming in? Okay. Yeah. So basically what we'll do is like when she she's like, we got her with her eyes closed for probably like two seconds, like laying as if she was asleep. And so we'll just take a freeze frame of that. And then uh, it will be dark enough where, you know, you won't notice her not breathing, hopefully. Yeah. And then merge that frozen half of the frame with the moving other half where he's in it. And it's a know? wide, right? Yeah, it's a wide. Yeah. So sound will help, obviously. I mean, it's just a minor moment. People yeah. most likely like 100, you know, 99.9% will not notice. Right. Or and it'll care. be pretty quick. Like you'll like we'll start on the wide with him and her and then you'll cut into just him and then cut back out to the wide again. So, um, yeah, I think it'll, I think it'll work. And then, but yeah, she, yeah. Oh, go on, go on, say, say more. Oh, no, no, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to talk about the toxic idea, like, of a toxic oh, environment, yeah. which is, you know, different right. than this topic. So I want to hear more about the kid. No, the kid, she was great. It's just really, she didn't really want to, she wanted to do it, but then when she was there, she was not interested. And I don't know. I mean, I feel like kids are tough and I don't really have that much experience directing kids. I have more experience, like you know, running productions where there are kids on set and then other directors are working with the kids. But, uh, but yeah, it's just something I need to get better at, you know, and, uh, do more of, I think. Uh, but, uh, but she was great and she's really sweet. And, uh, I think her scenes really will work well. It's just, they were challenging. That's all. Well, you also have the politics of the fact that the mother is there in the film, right? So it's like, normally you have a studio teacher and I don't know if you had a studio teacher, we don't even have to talk about that, but like, 
there's a buffer and also there's because I'm sure I don't know this actress but I know that she probably wants to provide a good for the film and also a good right for her daughter and like there's right. all the complications there and then it's like you want to get what you want but you also want the mom to be happy you want the kid to be happy so it's like there's right. there's like a lot of sensitivity there oh yeah I mean it all worked out well and I mean N- Natalia and I were on the same page you know and um I was always looking to her to like what she was comfortable with. And she was probably pushing her daughter more than anybody was. Um, but, uh, you know, in a very nice way and nothing negative, you know. Um, and and in the end, it's like she just kind of wanted to play with everybody and hang out. And she didn't really want to like be serious. <laughs> so that was the problem. Uh, but she, she she made it happen. And uh, I don't think she'll be acting any anytime soon again, probably. But uh <laughs> But no, I mean, we definitely made it work, for sure. Amazing. And then just just the idea of negativity on set kind of poisoning things, even, right. you know, in spite of itself, is is fascinating. Right. Well, we didn't have too much of that. It was just there was a little bit of conflict between a couple departments and a couple people. You know, it was definitely more than one person who would, uh, you know... Uh, react negatively in certain situations and maybe not be as kind to uh, each other as they could have and it definitely was like a thing that like what's that's what's happened and then there would be pushback from the person that it happened to and it was it was small and it was contained and was managed i think but uh but yeah it's a very tricky situation definitely but it did seem like things got better. Like it oh yeah, no, things are definitely better, and and it wasn't it wasn't very very often that that would happen. I think there was probably like maybe three or four outbursts throughout the whole movie through, across um, our days. So yeah, it was it was it was small, and there was always conversations afterwards for the most part. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's just you know it's it's a thing that happens, and I don't know have you ever dealt with that on any of your sets, like some negative uh, energy. Yeah, it was like day one or day two of bread and butter, and we fired him. Oh wow! Like our whole thing is no assholes, and he was just a little grumbly and a little negative, and. The DP mentioned it to me and the producer mentioned it to me. And I was like, yeah. And we all wanted to let him go and find our placement. And we did. Um, but that's What just... position was it? Was it a department head or was it a No, smaller? no. I mean, the thing is the way I do so long. I'm in development on these films for so long that I usually crew up like a year before the film happens. So it's like I, I suss out the characters of the people who are involved because there's just like... I never know when I get to shoot and when the money's going to come. So this was like a member, I think, of the G&E team. I'm not even positive who it was and what their name was. I just remember they were cranky and they were rude. And like we realized right in the beginning they were going to kind of, um, they were going to be a bummer. And we didn't want to work with a bummer. Yeah, it was, for me, it was a person I've worked with many times who I've known for many years and who I don't know as the type of person to have that kind of attitude. Yeah, it just came out of nowhere for you. And, and it was a department head, too. Oh. So that's like you can't really replace them. You know, they're irreplaceable. Yeah. So it was, firing was never an option. Um, and it was never that bad. 
where, I mean, it was bad. I will definitely, I'm not going to defend his actions. I do not agree with the actions he took at certain times and the things that he did. And I know he doesn't either. And, you know, there's definitely apologies and things when it happened. But, uh, you know, it was always something I thought was manageable. And I'm glad that we didn't try to fire anybody. Um, But it's definitely something to keep um, a watch on, you know, and... Like, definitely something I don't want to, to see on my next movie, you know? Yeah, those are all lessons learned. Um, so, yeah, so that's, uh, so we got through 10 days Woo-hoo! of the production. We've got, I guess, what is it? Well, nine more, I suppose. We're halfway um, through. In, about halfway. You made half a movie. It was supposed to be, it was supposed to be two-thirds. We hit on adding days. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, uh, you know, I don't want to spoil that, uh, you know, uh, whatever plot point when you get to it, but that you'll, you'll hear it unravel in the, in the dial, in the dialogue or the, the logs, you know. But yeah, Liz, thanks for doing this with me. Thank you. This is really fun. I'm glad I didn't listen to anything because I got to get like... Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I other than the fact that I think it was annoying for you, but like, <laughs> like <laughs> that I got to give you like a fresh impression of, of what it was like and to hear it for the first time with a microphone and the recording happening. I f- oh, yeah. That was cool. Yeah, no, I, I think that's the best way to, to do these. Um, you know, but, uh, but no, nothing wrong with being caught up if you want to listen to the, the first whatever seven days worth or eight days worth of whatever it is but uh to hear all the excitement all the excitement and hear that i was actually positive yeah. liz i was positive you're always I positive did enjoy it. that's why it was a I, shock to hear like a grumble grumble that's all but it's making movies is hard you were right yeah well you know but i, I it's just one of those things that i got better at as i went and i i do talk about like tr- enjoying the experience um you know and and also having that be a thing that you have to remind yourself it's like you like there's no point to be stressed all the time like you just you need to really enjoy what you're doing because you know it's a special thing and this is what you you want to do and it is fun it's just like you but you can let that stress get in the way sometimes and uh you know i think as i go i'll just learn to to push it aside you know um push it I know deep down push it deep down <laughs> exactly no i think let it go is really <laughs> yeah, you want to sure, sure. let it go you don't want to push it down um, do you have time to stick around for the outro or should I do it by myself? You should do it yourself. My intern is waiting in the WeWork lobby. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, bye, Liz. Bye. Thanks again. Thank you. Talk to you soon. All right, everybody. Uh, so that was the end of uh, alternate update number four. We got through day 10. I was hoping to get through day 11, but uh, Liz and I just had too many things to talk about. But it's great. Great to hear what Liz is up to and hear about Lady Parts. Um, yeah, it's just fascinating to hear about different set experiences, you know. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the episode. And uh, if you want to get in contact with us, you can send an email to podcast at makingmoviesishard.com. Yeah, send us an email at podcast at makingmoviesishard.com. And, uh, you know, we can answer questions. If you got topic suggestions, uh, you've got a problem, a film-related problem that you're trying to deal with, uh, we might be able to help out. Topics are something that we want more of. Top- Topics or um, things that we could do with the show to make it better. Any ideas you may have would be much appreciated. Um, if you want, you can follow us on all the social media at MMIH Podcast. Uh, you can give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher, which is very helpful. Uh, we could use more reviews. 
you know, how's Liz doing? You know, she's been the co-host for a few months now. She she killing it like I think she is. I, I don't know. I want to hear what you guys think. Also, we have a um, a Patreon page. Uh, give us some love on Patreon. We need this is like a 2020 thing. We gotta get. We gotta focus on our Patreon. We've got our new badass logo now. Uh, maybe we'll do T-shirts. Maybe we'll do hats. Maybe if you give ten dollars on Patreon, you can get a T-shirt or a hat. Uh, we have not decided that yet, but uh, we will be making announcements on those kinds of things soon. We do really love our logo, so I'd love to get it out there more, you know. Um, and yeah, and uh, so thanks again, Liz, for another great episode. And I, I mean, if anyone has reactions to these alternate logs, um, you know, like hearing about the day-to-day -day, uh, making of the alternate uh, do you hate these? Do you love these? Um, is there more that I could say or talk about while I'm making the movie next time? Um, assuming I get to make another movie. Um, I actually am making another movie. I'm doing. Uh, I'm producing a feature in February, so um, I'll be glad to do more logs uh, as a producer. Be interesting to hear um, the, the difference, um, and maybe I'll make my director do them with me. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, just let me know what you guys think. All right. Um, talk to you guys next week and yeah thanks for uh, supporting this awesome podcast oh and just for Liz if you want to find Liz she's at Liz Manichelle and all the things and I'm at Alark B and all the things so yeah you can find us there okay this is out of order but whatever talk to you guys later bye <laughs>